Once again, evening. Welcome into Fruit of Mind Middle High School. The first round of the 6A 2024 Girls State Basketball Tournament as the champions of the Southwestern League, Jeff Johnson and his Fruit of Mind Wildcats square off against Carl Matty and the champions of the Denver Prep League, the Denver East Angels. So for Fruit of Monument, 19-3 on the season. They're on a three-game winning streak. They went 7-1 in the Southwestern League, and they're 8-1 at home here at Fruit of Monument High School as they score off against Denver East. Carl Matty, who is in his second year coaching the Angels, what a career he had at Regis Jesuit High School where he led them to three state titles, 2009, 2013, 2014. He was their only head coach for 17 years. He also took the Regis Jesuit team to nine straight Final Fours and produced 44 D- Division I players as well. But uh, last year, or actually year before last, he left Regis Jesuit uh, over a difference in uh, philosophy with the administration at Regis Jesuit and, and how he was running his program. And so he ended up coming to Denver East where he led them last year to a 12-12 and record, 3-2 and in the Denver Prep League last season. Lost to Arapaho 58-35 in the first round last year. For Fruto Monument, they finished as the runner-up to Durango in the Southwestern League. They beat Fossil Ridge 59-55, but then lost to Doherty in the next round. So for the Wildcats at home for this one, could very well be on the road for their next game in the state basketball tournament as their matchup if they can win this game tonight, would put them on the road potentially on Friday as the Fernand Monument girls would get the winner of Carl Maddie's old team, Regis Jesuit and Eagle Crest. So for tonight, Fernand Monument with Liv Campbell has had an outstanding junior campaign, averaging 14.2 points per basketball game. And her Wildcats score off against the Angels. And Moraid Herity has been their outstanding scorer this year. She's a 6'4 sophomore. And both uh, Campbell and Herity play elite basketball, uh, travel basketball teams over the front range. For Liv Campbell, she plays for the Hardwood Elite. And for Herity, she plays for the Rockies basketball. But Herity at 6'4 is a big player, but it's a big loss for Carl Matty tonight because Genesee Bird, who is their leading scorer this season at 13.3 points per basketball game. She's second uh, in steals in the Denver Prep League. She is unavailable to play tonight because of being ineligible. So we'll give you the story about that. For Denver East, they won their first four games of the season, but Bird played in those games, and she was at Rangeview High School. She played for Maddie and his... uh, elite basketball team so she transferred to denver east but she was ineligible ruled ineligible they won their first four games had to forfeit all four of those games and then part of the punishment from the colorado high school activities association was that she'd have to sit out tonight's game the first round of the 6a state basketball tournament so let's give it the starters for this one tonight here at fruto monument high school denver east as i mentioned coached by the legendary carl maddie along with Rudy Carey, who, of course, the all-time winningest coach in boys' history in the state. He's at Denver East. Quite a one-two punch with the girls and boys head coaches at Denver East. Liana Valdez will get the start tonight in place of Bird in the backcourt. She's a 5'6 sophomore, along with Grace Hall. will actually be the the point guard. She'll be the one replacing Bird, to be more specific. She's a 5'7 freshman, and so Hall's averaged 6.1 points per game. She's got 64 steals this season. Mentioned Maraid Herity, 
the 6'4 sophomore who is averaging 11.4 points per basketball game, just under 11 rebounds. She's got 47 block shots coming in. Led the Denver Prep League in rebounds and block shots in sixth in scoring in the DPL this season. And then Lachey Thorvit along, will uh, round out that lineup along with uh, Delaney Dennis. Thorvit, junior 5'11", averages 9.1 points per basketball game, 7.5 boards per contest. Delaney Dennis is the other guard, the freshman out there, 6-1 for Denver East. So it's Liana Valdez, Grace Hall, Marady Herity, Delaney Dennis, and Lachey Thorvit for Denver East and the Angels coached by Carl Matty. For Jeff Johnson and Fruita Monument, Jeff in his second year, just like Carl Matty at Denver East. Olivia Campbell, Liv Campbell will get the start tonight in the backcourt. She is a 5'8 junior, averaging 14.2 points per basketball game, two and a half assists per game, and almost three steals a game. She was second in the Southwestern League in scoring this season and second in made three-pointers this season. Another big three-point threat is Mackenzie Mason. She's the junior shooting guard, third in the Southwestern League in made threes, averaging 7.4 points per game. So Campbell, Mason in the backcourt, along with Angelina Fortunato, the junior. And then up front, Campbell Brammer, averaging 5.2 points per game and 5.2 rebounds. She was seventh in the Southwestern League in rebounding this season, along with Addie Ayer, averaging a team second best, 12.5 points per game, 6.6 rebounds. She finished fifth in the Southwestern League in scoring second in rebounding this season. So for Fruto Monument, Liv Campbell, Mackenzie Mason, Campbell Brammer, Angelina Fortunato, and Addison Ayer. So for Fruto coming in on a three-game winning streak, Denver East, they have won 10 straight heading into the state basketball tournament. Fruto Monument coming off a win over Durango on Saturday, 46-35, where Addie Ayer had 12 points, Liv Campbell had 11. And for Denver East, they wrapped up the regular season with a win against Vista Peak Prep, 60 254. So it should be a good one tonight between these two. And certainly size is in the favor of Denver East. And as I mentioned, with Moraine Herity at 6'4, the big sophomore, and Delaney Dennis at 6'1 freshman, and then Lachey Thorvid at 5'11. So it gives them some size, uh, no doubt, in this lineup against Fruita Monument. And I know for the Wildcats, they were. Look, past, look to get past the second round. Mentioned they beat Fossil Ridge last year, 59-55, here at Fruita Monument before losing over at Doherty. Now, the last meeting between these two teams, Fruita Monument and Denver East, you have to go back to 2019, and that was in the 6th area. Then the 5A state tournament where Fruita Monument lost to Denver East, 49-34. So about five minutes away from tip-off here at Fruita Monument High School. Looking forward to this one tonight between Fruita Monument and, of course, Denver East and Rio Van Gilder will be out at uh, Palisade High School. And he'll have the matchup tonight between Northridge and the Palisade girls basketball team. It's been quite a year for the Palisade girls. And so Palisade winning the Western Slope League title the first time in eight seasons. They clinched it uh, last Tuesday with the win against Eagle Valley and then wrapped it up with that Thursday night senior night victory against Battle Mountain. And Chloe Simons has been outstanding this year for Don Baver leading the way for the uh, Palisade girls in that matchup against Northridge, which is coached by Dan Beck. And if you followed high school sports in the Valley for any length of time, that's a name that will ring a bell. His brother Tom Beck was quarterback and played football and, and basketball, uh, played football and baseball and basketball at Grand Junction High School. Dan followed his brother Tom's footsteps as the Tigers quarterback took them to the state championship game in 1993 and was also a pitcher as well for the Tigers. Went on to a pitch at Northern Colorado 
And uh, so Dan Beck coaching the Northridge girls basketball team and his brother Tom, as I referenced, uh, Tom also coach at Northridge. He is the coach of the girls soccer team at uh, Northridge. So uh, the Beck brothers uh, very much part of the coaching culture over at Northridge High School over in the Greeley area. So we're getting ready to get things going here. I know that uh, in hearing from some of the folks with the Denver East, a uh, little bit of a rough trip over today. Took a little bit longer for, uh, for them to get here, but uh, Florida Monument ready, and this is it's a challenge, no doubt, when you talk about Denver East coming in with their size, but for Denver East, by the way, they're 7-3 and three on the road this season, which that's a little deceptive because a road trip over in the front range is maybe a, a 30 or a 45-minute drive to school over there, depending on if it's rush hour that they have to travel. So this is a, a much, it's easily one of, the long, one, of the, one of the longer trips in state this season. Though you look at uh, this Denver East team, they've traveled a little bit. They played out in Arizona in the Nike TOC tournament. They also went all the way out to New York City to play in the Rose Classic Invitational where they played Medgar Evers College Prep out there. They, they picked up a win against them, 65-35. Also beat uh, Hun out of Princeton, New Jersey by five points uh, out in uh, New York City as well. So they have uh, traveled all the way across the country and also out to Arizona as well to play uh, some really good competition in the course of this 2023-2024 campaign. So crowd continues to file in. Just a reminder that tomorrow night we'll be out here as well for the Fruit of Monument Boys, the number one seed in the 6A state basketball tournament. Undefeated record from Michael Wells and the Wildcat Boys. They face Highlands Ranch tomorrow night. And our coverage starts at 5.30 for that one. Right here on the team will also have the Grand Junction Boys basketball team in action to open up the 5A state tournament tomorrow night as well. Part of our full court coverage right here on the team sports network and should mention over on the monkey 93 or 97 one in delta tonight of course catching in the valley 95.7 fm the delta girls are on that 18 game winning streak take on middle park to open up the 4a state tournament mark Cantor and von mitchell will have that one for you tonight over on the monkey so we're about ready to get things started with this starting lineups with fruit monument in denver east just a quick reminder that uh, we'll also have Colorado Mesa baseball heading your way this Thursday as the Mavericks are once again at the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. 145 pregame, 2 o'clock kick for that, or 2 o'clock first pitch for that one for Chris Hanks and the Mavericks as they take on Northwest Nazarene on the team CMU Sports Network along with, of course, Colorado Mesa basketball this weekend. Maverick basketball teams at New Mexico Highlands and CSU Pueblo wins pregame at 445 both nights for those and time right now for our national anthem here at Fruit of Monument High School with the singing of our national anthem by Fruit of Monument High School senior Megan Formicola oh Brush your lips and bright stone. 
national anthem here at Fruita Monument High School. Jim Davis with you tonight. It's full court coverage, which means that we'll be going out to Palisade Northridge to open up the 5A state tournament for the Bulldog girls coming up in just a little bit. And we hope to get you updates throughout the night on the Central girls. The Central Warrior girls, they're on the road tonight. And uh, for Mary Doan's basketball team, playing at Mountain View this evening. So we hope to keep you updated on that. Also uh, pop in some updates as well on some of the other Southwestern League teams in action in the state tournament. Montrose hosting Pueblo County and also the Durango Demons taking on Vista Peak Prep. So, but Central at Mountain View tonight. We'll have updates as they come available to us throughout the course of the evening. So once again, the starters tonight for Carl Matty and Denver East, Liana Valdez, Grace Hall, Maraid Harity, Delaney Dennis, and Lachey Thorbeat for Fruit of Monument, Liv Campbell, Mackenzie Mason, Campbell Brammer, Angelina Fortunato, and Addie Ayer for the Wildcats. Wildcats with their white jerseys, with the white shorts, with the dark blue and the baby blue, the Carolina blue striping on the side of the shorts, the Powercat logo on the side of the, side of the shorts. With the dark blue numbers with Wildcats across the front and light blue for the Fruita Monument for Denver East. The red tops, red shorts with the white numerals for the Angels out of the Denver Prep League. Is Campbell Brammer being introduced. Angelina Fortunato coming on for the Wildcats as well. And senior number 30, Addie Ayer. Addie Ayer's had a sensational season for Jeff Johnson, so Addie Ayer introduced as the final starter tonight. Speaking of Campbell Brammer, by the way, that Campbell Brammer, also an outstanding volleyball player, plays for the Mesa Junior 17s club volleyball team. They competed in Las Vegas and finished fifth out of 132 teams. And Campbell Brammer's part of that group. Audrey Frazier that's playing for Delta tonight is also uh, part of that group of volleyball players that uh, played out in Las Vegas. Campbell, I don't think she probably made it out there for that tournament because playing basketball for the Wildcats. So here we go, opening tip. And it's Air against Harity. And the Wildcats get the opening tip and a quick layup as Liv Campbell... Gets out of the pack and lays it in for her first two points of the basketball game. So Liv Campbell with her first two. And on the inbound play, Grace Hall took a shot in the stomach and she goes over to Carl Matty and so she'll come out of the game and Salee Dangler, the freshman, will come in for her. So Wildcats will pressure on the inbound with Delaney Dennis, 6'1 freshman guard, trading in the inbound. She'll go to Dangler, just came off the bench. Works the basketball back to Dennis, and then steal at midcourt, and the steal by Addie Ayer. Campbell has it outside the arc, left side, directing traffic. She wants Fortunato to cover the top of the key. Swings it to Ayer, left corner, back to Campbell. After the logo, is going to set up 2-3 defense with Harity at 6'4 in the middle of that 2-3 zone for Carl Matty. Mason has it right wing. Quick pass to the foul line to Campbell. Back to Mason. Bounce pass, right block. 
air. Going to go out top of the key. And the three-pointer by Campbell spins in and out of the cylinder for the Fruit of Monument girls. They lead it 2-0 on the Carvels Automart scoreboard. Harity wants me to come and get the basketball. Finally finds Liana Valdez. Dangler catches on the logo. Far side for Donato all over her defensively. As the Angels work from right to left. Good job of deciding... Defending the wing pass, knocked out of bounds by Liv Campbell into the Wildcats bench. It'll be Delaney Dennis to trigger it in for the Angels. Gets the pressure, Mackenzie Mason. Goes top of the key, goes to Harity. Now it's Thorvit with the basketball, top of the key. Goes back out to Dangler on the left wing. Dangler puts it on the deck, quick pass inside. Shot put up and missed inside. And it's actually going to go in. The official blocked me on that play, and I couldn't see who, who scored. Go check that. They're going to say that she stepped on the inline. She did not score. Official blocked me. I couldn't see it. Now still by Thorvit at midcourt, and she's going to bang into. She crashed into Campbell Brammer, and the ball gets knocked out of bounds. No foul call on Brammer, but it'll be Angels basketball. So it's still a 2-0 game. Like I said, it got shielded by the official. We couldn't see if they scored that play or not. Shot put up and missed by Valdez. Rebound grabbed by McKenzie Mason. Was able to box out the much taller Maraid Harity at 6-4. Mason has it over the far side. Top of the key to Campbell. Campbell wants Fortinato to come and get the basketball to run the offense. Flips it to her underhanded. Angelina holds it on her right hip. Goes to Campbell. Right wing corner to Brammer. Brammer picks up a dribble. Bounce pass. Right block to Campbell and Campbell's going to throw it all the way to the backcourt to Fortunato as miscommunication on that one and you can see Liv Campbell mount my bad on the pass and now we'll see the player they got decked in the or got punched or hit in the stomach not punched but got hit in the stomach Grace Hall come back in still in the inbound pass and it's going to be Brammer still in the inbound Brammer's going to have her shot blocked but they're going to call a foul as Thorvit Got up in the air and blocked that shot. But the foul is going to go on Lachey Thorvit. So it'll be her first foul. So it'll be Campbell Brammer came up with that steal at midcourt at the free throw line. And Brammer's first foul shot misses off to the right and hits off the top of the rim. Brammer 49% from the stripe this season. And she sets for the second one. Looks like Carl Matty is going to substitute. I believe uh, Harmony Banks, the senior, the 6'2 forward, is going to come in momentarily. Mackenzie Mason comes over to talk quickly to head coach Jeff Johnson. So Brammer missed the first one, sets for the second one. And the second one misses off to the right. Rebound. Gobbled up by Harmony Banks, who just checked in. Parity swings it from right to left to Grace Hall. Now, three-pointer is going to be put up from the left corner, missed by Valdez, but they get the rebound. And it's Hall at the top of the keys, whereas the, the Rex Specs has the goggles on. Valdez to the high post to Harity, and the ball goes out of bounds. Last touch by Denver East. Outstanding quickness by the Wildcats by Addie Air. 
They've had a difficult time getting the ball in the high post. Demarain Herity at 6'4". I don't think she's even shot the ball so far in this game. Still a 2-0 lead for Fruitamon, but it's been a low-scoring physical game here in the early going. Left corner, it's Brammer. Baseline pass to Mason, quick pass inside, and Adier misses the layup. Got the bunny and just couldn't get it to go. Harmony banks with the rebound as Hall puts up the left hand to call the play. Guarded closely by Fortunato. Drives right side. Tried to lob it inside to Herity, and it's stolen away by the Wildcats. Push up the floor by Campbell. Angels get back on defense, and now they're going to call a foul on the floor. And it's going to go on Grace Hall. That'll be her first personal foul. Second team foul on Denver. He's still a 2-0 Fruitum Monument lead. It'll be Fortunato to trigger the inbound baseline right side. Looking, looking, looking. And it finally gets into the hands of Liv Campbell in the right corner. Campbell dribbles to the foul line. Puts up a runner and gets it to go. Liv Campbell with her second bucket of the basketball game. And then a timeout called by Carl Maddie on the inbound. As they went to inbound, he was able to get the timeout, so we will take a timeout as well. Fruit of Monument with a 4-0 lead. Liv Campbell with the first two buckets of the night for Fruit of Monument, the Carville's Automart scoreboard. We'll take a break, and we'll come back here to Fruit of Monument on the other side of the break. It's Fruit of Monument 4, Denver East nothing. This is high school basketball on the team, presented by Ken Richard State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by going to CoverMeKen.com. Every business needs a customized strategy. DWC CPAs and advisors provide comprehensive advisory services tailored for your unique industry and business. We provide insight and advise clients on financial performance, strategic planning and optimization, business startups and growth, business valuations, succession plans, wealth management, and much more. Find us online at DWCAdvisors.com. DWC CPAs and advisors, investing in our people, clients, and communities. This is full court coverage on the Team Sports Network. Welcome back to Fruitland Monument High School. Jim Davis with you tonight. Very soon we'll go out to Palisade where the Bulldog girls are taking on Northridge to open up the 5A state tournament. Fruitland Monument's going to try to trap in the backcourt again. Hall with a long pass up ahead to Naomi Golden who's in. Now steal by Fortunato at midcourt. So far, Denver East backcourt. They have missed Genesee Bird, no doubt about that. Their best ball handler. Fruit of the 4 0 lead. Fortunato's going to hold it. Slaps her right hip to call the play. Top of the key with the basketball. Bounce pass right into the hands of Golden. A mistake by Fortunato. Golden's going to drive right side. Tries to bounce pass in the lane. Hall's not there. Fortunato with the steal. Fortunato back the other way. Foul line to air. Campbell open for a three. Left wing in and out. Misses it. And Moradi Herity with the rebound for Denver East. Herity pulls down almost 11 rebounds per game for the 6-4 junior post player. Make that the 6-4 sophomore post player. Golden has it. Going to go to Herity at the top of the key. Air on her. And in the low post, turnaround shot put up and good by Harmony Banks. So Banks with her first two points. And it's a 4-2 for a monument lead as Denver East finally gets on the score sheet with 3.35 to play. Next dead ball will go out to Palisade. And Rio Van Gilder will keep it out there for a little bit for the Bulldogs in Northridge. Air has it right in front of Carl Matty. The Denver, Denver East coach gets trapped. 
Throws it out of bounds as she was trying to find Mackenzie Mason on the baseline, but got doubled by two Denver East players and throws that out of bounds. So our score right now, 324 left to go in the first. Fruita Monument Girls 4, Denver East 2. We'll take a break on the other side. Out to Palisade, Rio Van Gilder, Palisade Bulldogs, and Northridge. That's up next. This is high school basketball on the team presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. Hello, Colorado. At Discovery Auto Group, luxury and quality can truly come at any price. In fact, a good portion of our inventory is under 35000 No matter what your daily driver, every make, every model, we carefully source, regardless of price, comes certified pre-owned with a 10-year, 200,000-mile warranty. With a large variety of inventory, we have financing to match. Working closely with local credit unions and national banks, we give you the freedom to choose what is best for you and your family. We also offer commercial financing for businesses. Discovery Auto Group is luxury and quality. Visit us today and see for yourself. It's full court coverage on the team. Presented by Ken Richards State Farm. And welcome out to Palisade High School. Rio Van Gilder along with you here. 3.34 left to go in the first quarter. And the Northridge Grizzlies lead the Palisade Bulldogs by a score of 14-8 on the Josh DeWitt of Farmers Insurance scoreboard. Starting lineups are for the Grizzlies. Sophia Carbajal at 16.7 points per game. Seniors, Riley Beck, Savannah Amack, Jillian Fulton, and a sophomore in Maya Burkholder as going to the line and hitting her third free throw over the quarter is Beck. She also has a three-pointer. It's 15-8 Northridge. The Grizzlies have yet to hit a field goal from inside the arc that's not at the free throw line. They have four three-pointers and three field goals. Into the front court for Palisade comes Ritterbush. Addie Ritterbush gets it back to Chloe Simon. Maddie Baver sees it go off her hands into the corner for Lila Lancaster. Down low for Baver. Ritterbush gets a loose ball and then throws it away. Rebound up to Bailey McGee of the Grizzlies. Starting the court for the Bulldogs tonight was Addie Ritterbush, Chloe Simon, Lila Lancaster, Sadie Bunker, and Delaney Wright on the court right now as going down low Carbajal and that's knocked out of bounds on the court right now for Palisade it is Ritterbush Simons Baver Lila and Lorna Lancaster Carbajal going to the line where on the season she's just a 50% free throw shooter and she can't hit the first one on the court right now for the Grizzlies, McGean, Beck, Carbajal, Savannah Amack, and Samantha Zielsdorf. No, take that back. That is Jillian Fulton. Carbajal bends at the knees and rattles the second one home. Alisade's done a good job of limiting her touches, but they're not able to keep the Grizzlies from nailing from beyond the arc. It's 16-8. to eight. Palisade, and then a tie-up in the backcourt. The Grizzlies press offense, press defense, not able to let Palisade get across the timeline, and tying that one up with Amac with Ritterbush, and the possession arrow favors the Bulldogs. The Bailey McGee, the junior, will inbound it. She gets it into the near corner. Amac for three, and that's an air ball. Rebound into the hands of Sadie Bunker back on the court for Palisade. Northridge falls back. Bunker gets it across the timeline. That is into the corner for Simon. Chloe drives to the wing. Now right-hand dribble to the top of the key. Maddie Baver down low by herself. Help defense comes in the form of Samantha Jackson, and she's fouled. So Baver will go to the line. That is 
going to be Jackson's first. That is the second team foul on the Grizzlies. And Maddie Baver goes to the line. She's a 47% shooter. She's one for two already. Make that one for three. So three points each for Bailey McGee, Samantha Jackson, Savannah Amax for the Grizzlies. Six for Riley Beck. She leads all scores. Carbajal has a point for the Bulldogs. Addie Ritterbush has a three-pointer. Buckets for Chloe Simons and Delaney Wright. And Maddie Baver has a free throw as she misses the second one for four from the line. Rebound down to the Grizzlies. Trying to get out of the backcourt is Fulton. She finally gets across the timeline. Near side for Amac. Jorks way to the top of the key. Wide open in the far corner as Jackson drives baseline. Kicks it back to Amac. Rims in and out. That one was halfway down. Loose ball tracked down by Fulton. Her runner in the lane no good. Gets the rebound back. Front iron again. Rebound down to Simons. And Fulton whacks at her. Partly out of frustration, partly reaching for the ball. And that'll be Fulton's first. So Fulton with the foul. That'll be the third for the Grizzlies. As checking in now for Palisade will be Gracie Cooper, the freshman. She'll inbound it. And Don Baver calls out the play. Sadie Bunker brings it into the front court. That's Cooper on the left wing, gets the screen. Cooper going to get tied up, and she's going to get the ball stolen, but she tracks down the loose ball. Kicks it back to Simon. Simon's free throw line extended, and she's blocked there by Jackson. McGee picks up the loose ball, gets it to Jackson. Jackson drives, low block, runner no good. Rebound tracked down, that's by Bunker. Bunker in transition, moving right to left. Bounce pass to Baver, knocked away. Bunker gets it back off the glass and good. Sadie Bunker averages four points almost per game. And Dan Beck, or rather Don Baver, is going to call a timeout. We'll go ahead and just keep it right here. 16-10 to 10 on the Josh DeWitt of Farmers Insurance School Board, a minute 32 left to go in this game. It is the 14-9 Northridge Grizzlies as they are the 18 seed as the Bulldogs come in as the 15 seed here at Palisade High School for Palisade. Six losses on the season, five of them coming to playoff teams. They lost to the 6A playoff Wildcats twice, who will get back to Jim Davis here in just a couple of minutes. And then they lost to three other 5A playoff teams, Montrose Central and me for Northridge. They're in a loaded conference, the 5A, 4A Longs Peak. 14-9 on the season, all nine losses to playoff teams. Inbound by Burkholder back in the game. She gets it to Amac, and then Amac tries to get it back to Burkholder. It's stolen by the long arms of Addie Ritterbush. Addie breaks down the defender, goes off the glass, and gets it, and the foul. For Amac, that's going to be a possession of nightmares. She threw it away, got back on defense, got crossed over, and as she was falling to the court, she <laughs> commits a foul and sends Addie Ritterbush to the line. Addie's got five, and will go to the line for the first time tonight where she shoots 47%. couple of dribbles and a spin, fingertips, and she can't get it to go. Rebound, knocked around, and that's going to be a foul on... Maya Burkholder for 
Actually, we're having a little bit of a discussion. And, oh, the foul is the bonus. The foul is going to be on Burkholder boxing out Gracie Ehart. And so Gracie will go to the line, 43% shooter. Coming up at the end of the quarter, we'll send you back to Fruit of Monument High School. Front iron for Ehart on the first one. Minute 23 left, Palisade down four on the Josh DeWitt at Farmers Insurance scoreboard. Ehart, three dribbles, and she doesn't get the second one. Good box out there by Northridge. They kept all the Palisade rebounders from getting the ball. Quickly into the front court, Burkholt down low for Carbajal. She's got to kick it back. Elbow jumper for Fulton. She can't get it to go. Rebound down to McGee. No good. Put back attempt by Carbajal, and they are going to call Ehart on the foul before the shots fell. And the team foul now, that is the fifth. So Carbajal going to the line. She's a 50% shooter. She's one for two. Make that two for three if she knocks home the first one. 17-12, Northridge in front here at Palisade High School. And Carbajal front irons that one, and a rebound falls into the arms of Chloe Simon. She gets it to Ritterbush, slings it into the front court for Ehart. Back to Ritterbush between the circles. Left side now to Bunker. Bunker down low to Ritterbush. That one partially blocked. Loose ball picked up by Carbajal. And quickly into the front court come the Grizzlies. Fulton gets it ahead to Burkholder, who watches it almost go out of bounds. Carbajal on the wing, into the corner for three for McGee, who knocks it down. Bailey McGean hit 32% of her three-point shots. She's got two tonight. It's a 20-12 lead for the Grizzlies. Bunker works it to the top of the key. Now steps out to the Bulldog logo. Gets it left side to Simons. Simons looking. Gets a screen from Baber. Pick and roll. No window there for Baber. Tries an entry pass to a cutting. Simons, no good. Coming the other way is McGean. She drives the right side of the lane off the glass. No good. Rebound by Bunker into the front court for Simons, and Simons can't corral that one, and it's turned over. Five seconds left to go in the quarter. Quickly into the front court is Beck. Three-quarter or half-court team, no good. Carbajal puts it up at the buzzer, and Carbajal will make her first field goal, and that will end the first quarter with a 10-point lead for Northridge. They lead the Bulldogs. 22 to 12 on the Joshua Witt Farmers Insurance scoreboard. We'll take a break, send you back out to Fruit of Monument High School. Jim Davis has a playoff game as well. The Denver East Angels in town to take on the Palisade Bulldogs. That's coming up. This is the team's full core coverage presented by Ken Richards State Farm Insurance. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. FCI Constructors knows it takes teamwork to get the job done. From building a winning sports program to providing quality commercial construction for our growing Grand Valley. They're proud of the contributions they've made to our community over the years through high quality projects and community engagement. FCI employs 128 Mesa County residents and may contribute to over 200 local nonprofit organizations. To learn more about FCI Constructors, visit their website at fciol.com. 
What kind of shape are your tires in? Will they get you and your loved ones safely over those mountain passes this season? Better head to Firestone Complete Auto Care and pick out your new snow tires from the best brands in the business. No need to shop around either since Firestone will price match any tire. And they can handle all of your vehicle repairs and scheduled maintenances too. Firestone Complete Auto Care, serving Grand Junction and the Western Slope. Open seven days a week at 607 24 Road, just west of the Mesa Mall. It's full court coverage on 101.1 FM, 1340 AM and 102.1 FM. The team. Welcome back to Fruit of Monument High School. And Brady Harity has her first points of the night. Actually, excuse me, it's her. It is her first points of the night. As Harity was able to get the layup and now we'll have a chance at a three-point play. But Harity's been really handcuffed by the Wildcats. Both these teams have over 300 steals each this season. We've seen that on display. It's a 17-14 lead for Denver East. Wildcats had a 4-0 lead, but then Denver East went on a 12-5 run with Delaney Dennis hitting a couple of threes as Harity misses the foul shot. So for Fruit Monument, Liv Campbell. She has seven points and a three for Fruto Monument. Three-pointer put up by McKenzie Mason, right wing, and trying to save it. Addie Air on the baseline can't get to it. It'll be Angels basketball. But Delaney Dennis has come off the bench to hit three threes. She has seven threes coming into the game, and she has been a weapon, no doubt about it, for Carl, Coach Carl Matty and the Denver East Angels. So a timeout called. By Fruit of Monument, 17 to 14 lead. We'll keep it right here. Denver East on top on the Carville's Automart scoreboard. So Campbell was seven. And nine points for Delaney Dennis so far for Denver, the Denver East Angels. We'll go back out to Palisade in a little bit. Jeff Johnson has his Wildcats huddled around him. Teams have turned it over a bunch here in the first half. So for Fruit of Monument. Sophie Emerson, the sophomore, is out there with Addie Air along with Mackenzie Mason, Angelita Fortunato, and Liv Campbell for Denver East. It'll be Maraid Harity, Grace Hall, Delaney Dennis on the floor, along with Lachey Thorvit and Naomi Golden. Top of the key with the basketball, it's Hall. Hall dribbles to the left elbow, goes to the corner to Dennis where she's been deadly so far from the corner three tonight and the pass in the baseline try to go to high-low pass to Thorvit from Delaney Dennis and she throws it over the head of her teammate and out of bounds. Dennis trying to find the cutter on the baseline on the high post pass in the foul line of, and the pass off target. And bringing the cross midcourt Haley Wagner's out there for Fruit of Monument. Her dad Taylor Wagner coach of the Maverick women over on the far side watching her play tonight. Mason goes to the foul line to air, guarded by Harity. Addy's going to go back out top of the key to Haley Wagner. Now it's Campbell, ball up overhead, closely guarded by Naomi Campbell. Her name is Naomi Golden. Naomi Campbell is not a basketball player, but she had a tremendous modeling career. Back out over the left side, skip past the left wing, goes to Liv Campbell. Emerson goes to Addy Air. Now it's Campbell to take it out. To the top of the key, guarded by Naomi Golden. Right corner of the basketball, it's Wagner. 
Campbell, high post pass, air, left elbow, tries to get around Morady. Morady gets a piece of that shot, battling inside the rebound as Emerson can't get it, and it goes out of bounds, last touched by Fruta Monument. Been surprised that Morady Harity has not been more of a force inside. They really have not tried to post her up at all against Addie Ayer, and Addie Ayer's a nice job of keeping her on the perimeter for the most part. Wildcats will trap on the inbound. Goes to Hall. Back to Dennis. Dennis finds Hall. Hall dribbles into the front court. Dorvit. Pass far side. Golden's going to try a three. Gets partially blocked by Liv Campbell. Got a hand on it. Battle for on the baseline. And fighting for is Harmony Banks, which he couldn't come up with. The Wildcats scrap and get the basketball. 17-14 lead for Denver East on the Carville's Automart scoreboard. Shot off the side of the glass. Put up by Sophie Emerson, but she's going to be fouled on the play. And it's going to go on Delaney Dennis. That'll be Dennis's second personal foul. Sophie Emerson at the foul line, right-handed foul shooter. Bends at the knees, good rotation, but too strong off the back iron. Sophie Emerson, a 37% free throw shooter. Averages 2.8 points per basketball game for Jeff Johnson. Second free throw on the way. That one bounces off the back iron. And the rebound controlled by Banks. It's Hall with the basketball. Brings into the front court. Guarded closely by Wagner. Wagner's all over, then bangs into a screen from Thorbeat. Haley's able to fight through that screen. Left corner. Driving inside, Golden puts the layup up, hits off the front of the rim, fight for it. Emerson gets on the deck, gets tied up by Golden, and Jeff Johnson is going to call the timeout and preserve the the possession for the Wildcats. So far, Sophie Emerson, Haley Wagner, a couple of youngsters off the bench playing really well tonight for Jeff Johnson as Florida Monument trails at 17-14 on the Carville's Automart scoreboard. The difference really was that 12-5 run that they went on with Delaney Dennis hitting a couple of threes. So Dennis with the nine points so far. Leads all scorers with Campbell seven for Fruita Monument. So after the timeout, it'll be Wagner along with Emerson, Ayer, Mason, and Campbell. Carl Matty is going to send out... It's going to be Liana Valdez, also Morady Herity, Lachey Thorvit, and Harmony Banks checks in late. Try to trap it midcourt. Pass is tipped by Thorvit. Loose ball in the backcourt. Picked up by Wagner. Can't hold on to it. Knocked out of bounds by Thorvit. The pressure by Denver East nearly forcing the turnover there with that half-court trap. Emerson will come out. And Campbell Brammer's back in. Inbound pass goes to Campbell, who dribbles it off her leg, but she got shoved before Liv dribbled it off her, her thigh. And that foul's going to go on Lachey Thorvit. That will be her second personal foul, second team foul, with 50 and two-tenths of a second left to play in the first half. For the monument down by three. Campbell bounce pass between two defenders. To Wagner in the front court. Now Wagner's going to set it up on the Wildcat logo. Drives around Hall. Bounce pass inside to Brammer, and Brammer's going to get 
Hit from behind by Lachey Thorvey. So, Thorvey will pick up her third personal foul. Once again, they're with that Genesee Bird, their leading scorer. Ineligible for tonight's game is first foul shot put up and missed by Brammer. Campbell averages 5.2 points per game. 49% free throw shooter for the Wildcats. Genesee Bird was the Rangeview transfer that was ineligible, and that's how come they had to forfeit their first four games. She misses the second one. Foul line has not been a friend of the Wildcats tonight. As Harmony Banks did a nice job getting on the glass for Carl Matty. She'll grab that rebound and leave it in the hands of Grace Hall. They want to work it for a final shot here in the first half. Up 17-14. to 14. Hall pass knocked away, but right back in her hands as Campbell airs and gets in the air and knocks it back to Hall. Hall dribbles to the left elbow. Now leaves it for Nashi Samuels, who's in. Pass inside off the window, not strong enough. Put up and missed by Harmony Banks, and the buzzer's going to sound after Addie Air tries to push it up the floor. And the Wildcats at halftime trail it 17 to 14 on the Carville's Automart scoreboard. Quick look at the scoring in the first half. Delaney Dennis with nine points. And their second-leading scorer of the season, Maria Harity, just with two points in the first half. For the Wildcats, Liv Campbell, a three-pointer. She's got seven points. Also, a couple points in the foul line for Addie Air, a couple points for Campbell Brammer as well, and a field goal. And McKenzie Mason with a three for Fruita Monument. So that's where we stand at halftime. Denver East, 17. Fruita Monument girls, 14. Here at halftime at Fruita Monument High School, the first round of the 6A state basketball tournament. We'll take a break, and on the other side of the break, we'll go back out to Palisade, Rio Van Gilder, Palisade Girls, and Northridge. That's coming up next on Full Court Coverage on the team, presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken at CoverMeKen.com. Biff here with Eyewitness News. Every election year, there's a lot of talk about term limits. Throw the rascals out, some say. Regardless of politics, there's one place where term limits are a necessity. Your septic tank. After four years of hard duty, it's time to call Goodwin Septic Tank Service. Those famous trucks with the skunk logo represent all that's good about America. They'll give you a fresh start and help maintain your approval rating in the neighborhood. Don't let your system exceed its term limit. Call Goodwin Septic Tank Service at 243-2783. Goodwin's is the way to go. This is Full Court Coverage on the Team Sports Network. Welcome back to Palisade High School. Rio Van Gilder along with you here. It is 34 to 20, or 30 to 24 with two minutes left. Northridge in the lead of Palisade, and there's a block on the offensive zone as Delaney White right gets the block for Palisade. Riley Beck drives. Wild shot, no good. Carbajal going to get the rebound and go over the back of Chloe Simons. Chloe with five points in the quarter. She's got eight on the evening. Palisade already with as many points in this quarter as they had the first quarter. There's a minute 43 left. It's 30 to 24. They've got a 10-point lead to a six-point deficit. Leading the way right now is Savannah Amak with nine. Three three-pointers. Lila Lancaster gets it to Maddie Baver. Maddie to Simons on the right wing. Chloe drives, kicks it back into the corner. Addie Ritterbush pump fake, drives to the elbow. Shot no good. Rebound down to Beck. 
Riley brings it up the left side of the court, kicks it into the near corner for Amac. Amac at the free throw line to Fulton, back to Beck. Beck drives left side of the lane, goes up with a right hand and gets it to spin over the iron. And good. Beck has eight for scoring in this quarter for Beck, and it's an eight-point lead with a minute left to go in the half. Lila Lancaster to Simons, right side of the lane. She drives, goes up the glass. No. Delaney Wright comes in to try to snare the rebound away, but Bailey McGee keeps it, gets it up to Fulton. Fulton brings it across midcourt, works away to the top of the key, back on the left side into the corner. Amick for three. Amack no good. Rebound to Simons. Actually, she saves it from going out of bounds. Fulton has it, loses it, and bounces off her chin and out of bounds. It'll be Bulldogs basketball. Wright checks out. Sadie Bunker checks in. She had two points in the first quarter. Checking in for the Grizzlies is Clementine Darnell for the second time tonight. Samantha Jackson in as well. So for the Bulldogs, it is going to be Ritterbush, Simons, Baver, Lila Lancaster, and Bunker. Sadie Bunker brings it into the front court, breaks down the defender, Amac. She gets it down low to Simons, little bunny off the glass, and Chloe Simons has eight in the quarter, ten on the night. Palisades within six with 20 seconds left to go. Jackson gets it across. No, it's going to be stolen by Baver as she telegraphed that pass. Palisade holds. Ritterbush, or rather Simons, drives his block, gets her rebound back, and then she's going to be fouled by Jackson. Good job there by Maddie Baver. She kind of lulled Northridge into a false sense of security and then jumped in front of that passing lane. <clears throat> so it'll be Carbajal, Jackson, Amac, Darnell, and Fulton for Northridge with 12.3 left. But going to the line is Chloe Simon, who rainbows the first one home. 65% shooter. She knocks that one down, and she's got eight in the quarter. Maya Burkholder checks back in for the Grizzlies. Simons back to the line, spins the ball in her hand, spins it to her fingertips. She brings that all the way down to her waist and then puts the shot up. It works for her. She gets both of them there. Ten seconds left. Amac into the front court for the Grizzlies. Lofts the pass down low to Carbajal. She has trouble tracking it down. Back to Amac. She goes, tries to get it back to Carbajal. Rick Simon steps in front of it, and it just throws it up the court. And that's how the half will end. Palisade cuts the deficit 2-4, and they trail 32-24 on the Joshua Farmers Insurance scoreboard. Let's take a look at some of the first-half numbers. Sophia Carbajal, the leading scorer at 16.7. Points per game for the Grizzlies has just six. Six for Bailey McGee as well. Three for Samantha Jackson. Nine each for Riley Beck and Savannah Amack. For the Bulldogs, five first quarter points for Addie Ritterbush and six points for Maddie Baber. Four for Delaney Wright, two for Sadie Bunker. But it is a nine-point second quarter. Chloe Simons leads all scores with 11 for Palisade. We're at the half. They trail the Bulldogs do the Northridge, Northridge Grizzlies in the 30 or in the 15-18 matchup by a score of 32-28. Winner of this one gets either Roosevelt or Falcon. That game going on right now as well. 
Denver East leads Fruita Monument at the half, 17-14. We'll take a break, send you back to the team sports desk, Nate Andrews. We'll do a real quick wrap-up, and then he'll send you back to Fruita Monument High School for the start of the second half. And as a matter of fact, we may go just right there, depending on how the timing works out. Either way, that's how team full-court coverage works. It's on the Team Sports Network, presented by Ken Richards, State Farm Insurance. Get a quote from Ken at CoverMeKen.com. Grand Valley Bank can help you prevent your accounts from being taken over by a scammer. Don't share login information with anyone, including loved ones. Keep passwords strong and regularly updated. Don't give remote access to your computer. Confirm email links and attachments with the sender before opening. At Grand Valley Bank, we actively work to protect our customers and communities against fraud. That's people banking with people. Visit GrandValleyBank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Faster, easier, better for you and your teeth. Laser Dentistry lets us take better care of you. Hi, this is Dr. Bob Johnson with Horizon Dental Care. With our state-of-the-art Photona Lightwalker Laser, there is less pain, less damage to surrounding tissues, shorter healing times, and better results. Almost every procedure can be done or enhanced with a laser's use. Come experience the evolution of dentistry. Check us out online, horizondentalcaregj.com. Horizon Dental Care, it's not just about teeth. Welcome back to the Team Sports Desk. Nate Andrews with you for full court coverage this evening here on the team as we are covering uh, the Fruit of Monument girls as they are hosting. Uh, let me see if I got the information. Uh, yes, uh, Fruit of Monument girls, uh, Jim Davis on the call out there with the Denver East in town and Rio, who we just heard from out at Palisade as uh, the Palisade Bulldogs uh, host uh, Northridge and uh, both games at the break will uh, quick over quick, uh, what we have here for you at the half uh, out in uh, Fruta. The Fruta Monument Wildcats down by three, 17 to 14 right now with the with Denver East uh, Angels up over uh, them. Uh, Olivia Campbell, uh, leading scorer for the Wildcats with seven. Also contributing, uh, Mackenzie Mason with three, uh, Campbell Brambert and Addie Ayer with two points apiece. As we just heard from Rio at the half, the Palisade Bulldogs down by four. They were down by 10 after the first to 22-12. Pulled that within four. It's 32-28 at the half. Chloe uh, Simons uh, leading the Bulldogs with 12 points. Maddie Baver with six. Addie Ritterbush with five. And Delaney Wrights with four as of right now. We'll uh, take a break and get you back out to action with the Jim Davis courtside as it is full court coverage here on the Team Sports Network uh, presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote online at covermeken.com. For years, hunters and shooters have come to Jerry's Outdoor Sports from all over the country. Now you can shop at Jerry's anytime, anywhere. Jerry's Outdoor Sports has officially launched their new online experience. Shop their legendary inventory of rifles, shotguns, safes, ammo, and more with any Wi-Fi connected device. Just go to jerrysoutdoorsports.com to shop online and use promo code radio to get 10% off your entire online order. That's promo code radio for 10% off. Jerry's Outdoor Sports, the local's choice for specialty shooting supplies. Are you turning 65? Actually, are you 64 and a half? Have you noticed that your mailbox has been inundated with mail from Medicare insurance companies? This is Stephanie Garcia-Hagan with Mesa Benefits. We've worked with people who threw out their Medicare card because it looked like an advertisement. This doesn't need to happen to you. We're here to help. 
please call our office at 970-549-0410 or make an appointment at mesabenefits.com. You can bring the mail to us and we'll help you sort through it. Mesa Benefits makes the Medicare insurance process easy as pie. To start a play in the third quarter for the Monument Girls Trade Trail Denver East 17 to 14 on the Carville's Automart scoreboard with Campbell, Mackenzie Mason, Campbell Brammer, Angelina Fortunato, Addie Air for the Wildcats start the second half. Leanna Valdez, Grace Hall, Moretti Herity, Delaney Dennis, and Lachey Thorvite for Carl Maddie's Denver East Angels. Wildcats with the ball, cross-court pass, nearly picked off, goes off the hands. Actually, there's Harmony Banks in there, but the Wildcats get it back as Banks couldn't grab a hold of it, and a three by Mason spins out of the cylinder. Campbell Brammer with the rebound, gets the pass out to Addie Air. That's Campbell, little wraparound bounce pass to Air in the low post. Moradi Herity on her. So the 6-4 center force the Wildcats to back it out on offense. At the foul line, it's Campbell. Left elbow, bounce pass to Mason, slips it over to McKenzie. McKenzie going to go baseline to Addie Air. Guarded by Delaney Dennis. 2-3 zone by Carl Maddie's Angels. Wildcats showing patience against the zone. Baseline, jumper by Air is up and good. Addie Air, right baseline, came open and has her fourth point of the basketball game. Just the two in the first half from the foul line. And fruited down by a point, 17 to 16. Hall is going to find Dennis over the right wing. Harity from the foul line. Jumper from the left elbow. And Marady Harity, the 6'4 post player, has her second field goal of the basketball game. She's got four. Denver East up 19 to 16 on the Carville's Automart scoreboard. Coronado with Valdez all over her. Now go to the left wing to Campbell. Fortunato calling out the play for Coach Jeff Johnson. Wildcats the 10th seed, Denver East the 23rd seed. Bounce pass by Fortunato into the hands of Campbell, gets it from the right elbow. Liv looking inside, looking now, nobody's going to guard her. She says, I'm going to shoot that. Misses the three, and the weak side rebound is controlled by Delaney Dennis. Leaves in the hands of Grace Hall. Hall, long pass up ahead to Valdez. Baseline, they try to work it inside of Harmony Banks, and then the steal by Addie Air, but Addie slips and falls down on the baseline, so she'll turn it over as she came up with a steal, but stepped on the end line and fell down. Hall to inbound right side of the bucket baseline. Goes over far side, Valdez, rainbow three on the way, hits off the top of the rim, fight for it, and Banks grabs the rebound and tries to save it, and it's stolen away by Liv Campbell. Wildcats down 19 to 16. Campbell slips and falls down. They're going to call a foul on Denver East as Liv tried to come to a two-foot jump stop and slipped and fell down, but also got knocked down, pushed to the floor by Denver East player, and that's going to be Leanna Valdez as Valdez picks up her first personal foul. Quickly driving inside. Addie Air gets the easy layup for Fruita Monument. Addie Air's come on with a couple of buckets. She's got six points in the game. Two-point field goals. Wildcats down by a point once again, 19 to 18. 5.04 left to go in the third. Hall has the top of the key. Goes baseline to Dennis. Offensive foul is going to be called on Delaney Dennis. And a great job taking the charge by Campbell Brammer. Campbell stood her ground. And Dennis knocked her over. 
So Dennis, that's her third personal foul. She's been a leading scorer with nine points and three threes tonight. The pressure in the backcourt once again, trying to trap Wildcats with me. Mason into the hands of Campbell. Lev's going to attack the rim. Lost it. And Adier gets it back for Fruita Monument. Fortunato thought about shooting the jumper from left elbow. Goes out to Mason. Mason's three is going to go off the mark. But there's Adier on the baseline. It's a nice job battling the much taller Marady Herity tonight. Campbell tries to drive the lane. Has it knocked out of her hands. Picked up by Harmony Banks. And now it's going to be Grace Hall to bring it up the midcourt stripe. Long pass far side to Valdez. Lana Valdez puts up the runner, misses the shot. Good box out by Brammer. She's able to box out Harmony Banks, who's been very active on the glass. Long pass up the floor. Campbell goes to Mason, left wing. Here's Liv's three. Top of the key, misses it. Loose ball picked up by Hall, but fighting in there's Fortunato. And she's able to tap it into the hands of Liv Campbell. Great hustle by Angelina Fortunato getting after the the loose basketball and flipping it to Liv Campbell. Wildcat girls down by a point, 19 to 18. Fortunato back on the logo. Brutal looking to grab the lead here on this possession. Brammer, pass to Campbell. Valdez knocks it out of her hands, but picked up by Brammer over on the far side. Campbell tries to drive baseline. Denied the baseline by Banks. Brammer's going to control it, sends it to Fortunato, Mason left wing, closed out quickly by Delaney Dennis. Fortunato looking inside, Angelina's going to go right wing. Skip pass, Campbell right to left, Mason for a three. Too strong, weak side rebound by Campbell Brammer though. And then Air from the foul line misses the jump shot. And now they're going to call a foul on Delaney Dennis. And Dennis is going to pick up her fourth personal foul. She doesn't like it, she's shaking her head. And so Dennis will head to the bench. And Lachey Thorbeet will come back in, and Thorbeet's in foul trouble with three. Fortunato baseline. Bounce pass inside. Brammer goes up against Harmony Banks, and Banks tries to block the shot, but knocks her on the floor. And Harmony Banks will be called for the foul. That'll be her first. So Brammer will go to the free throw line for Fruita Monument. Gamble tonight with a two-point field goal. As Campbell gets the basketball. Liv Campbell doesn't really talk to Jeff Johnson, comes over close to the coach, and Brammer's foul shot is short, draws the front iron. A lot of turnovers for the Wildcats tonight. Foul shooting has not been great either for Fruto Monument. Back in for Carl Matty is Naomi Golden. Brammer, second foul shot on the way, and it's up and good for Campbell Brammer. Brammer's got three. We're tied up at 19-all on the Carville's Automart scoreboard. Hall working against Fortunato. Gets a screen from Herity, who's been very quiet. Herity gets in the low post but kicks it out. And a three put up and missed by Golden from the pocket right corner. And then Herity battling with Fortunato for the rebound. And they're going to call the foul on Angelina Fortunato. Looked to me like Fortunato just, just trying to grab the basketball, but they're going to call her for the push. Angelina's first personal foul. Four team fouls on Denver East, one on Fruto Monument. 19-19 basketball game. Hall's going to send it out to Golden, left wing. 
Hall back to Golden on the logo, the mouth of the Power Cat logo. Now it's Gracie Hall to set it up for the Denver East Angels. Long pass to Golden, right wing. Coronado quickly closes her out. Golden drives, kicks it to Thorvid. Hall, jab step, wants to drive, can't do it. Denied by Haley Wagner is back in for the Wildcats. Golden with a three, right wing, and she hits it. Naomi Golden with the three. Good as gold from the right wing for Naomi Golden. As Golden drills a three, she only averages three points per basketball game. It's just her fifth three, but it's given Denver East a 22-19 lead after a timeout called by Jeff Johnson. We'll take a timeout and come back to Fruno Monument. Denver East 22 in a very low-scoring game. Fruno Monument 19. You're listening to High School Basketball on the team presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. You like the way we do business. At More Storage. More Storage Sales is your best way to have any building built you can imagine. As general contractors, we do the permits all the way through to the finished work. Storage units, cabins, garages, carports, barns, additions, mother-in-law suites, commercial buildings, or anything else you need built. We take your ideas and give them life. We build competitively priced, great quality buildings with total satisfaction guarantee. That's at More Storage Sales, 3010 I-70 Business Group, or at morestorage.com. Full court coverage on the team. Presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Welcome back to Fruit of High School. This has been a defensive struggle. Denver East 22, Fruit of Monument Girls 19. On the season, Denver East averages 56 points per game. The Wildcats 53. We're not going to come anywhere close to that tonight in this one. Brammer on the baseline, bounce pass to air in the low post. Quickly triple team back out to Fordnado. She'll set it up on the logo. Wagner, ball fake. Now sends the pass left corner to Brammer. Wagner tries to post up, and Thorvit's going to be called for the foul. Lachey Thorvit didn't quite hug Haley Wagner, but kind of reached around and tried to deny that low post pass into the left block and gets called for the foul. And that's her fourth foul. So Dennis has four. Thorvid has four for the Angels. And Wagner's going to get the first free throw. So Haley Wagner with her first points of the night. Her sister Bryn celebrated senior night when Fruit of Monument played out at Central last Thursday. And Haley was on the floor for her sister in her Wildcats uniform. Second one's missed too strong off the back iron. Air had the rebound and actually... Looked like Ayer had it momentarily, but Harity was able to grab the rebound away from her. Golden dribbles right side. Open three, left wing, put up and missed by Celia Dangler. So the Wildcats grab the rebound, push it up the left wing with Liv Campbell. Liv still sitting on seven points, has yet to score here in the third with a minute 39 to go in the third. Brammer baseline pass to Wagner, back out to Campbell. Campbell guarded by Hall, all over her right now top of that 2-3 zone. They've stayed pretty much 2-3 zone with Marady Harity in the middle of that zone, the 6-4 center. Wagner right corner, back out to Campbell. Baseline pass, too hot for Peyton Wilford who just checked in and that pass on the right block by Campbell had some, some heat coming off it. And it goes out of bounds. Minute 17 and Fruit of Monument down by two. Denver East with the basketball and the Carville's Automart scoreboard. Wagner all over Gracie Hall in the backcourt. Top of the key with the basketball. 
Harmony Banks. And they go, Harity off balance shot right block, misses it. Harity's only got four points tonight. She averages 11 per game. Wilford with the pass to the foul line to Brammer. Here's Campbell for three. Hits off the back iron. Ball batted around by Banks. Can't get to the rebound. Addie Air gets there for the Wildcats. Wilford, air ball from the baseline. And Morady Harity grabs the rebound and gets it to Golden. Not the possession that Jeff Johnson wanted as he crouches down in front of me with 34 seconds to go. Two-point lead for Denver East here in the third. Golden with Liv Campbell on her, and then Golden drives inside. Offensive foul. Campbell Brammer taking the charge. I believe that is the second time tonight that Campbell has taken the charge as Golden spun away from Liv Campbell, went on the dribble penetration for the lap, and there is Campbell Brammer. Good defensive position to draw the charge on Golden. Golden picks up her first, fifth team foul on Denver East. Wagner has it with Hall on her in the backcourt. Finds Campbell in the frontcourt. Back to Wagner. Wagner getting a lot of minutes here in the second half for Fruto Monument at the point. Air to Brammer. Top of the key, Wagner. Wagner gets it stolen away. Coming up with the steals, Dangler. Dangler's going to go around Campbell. And then at the buzzer, throws it at the bucket from midcourt and nearly gets that one to go and hits off the top of the rim, but just misses. Denver East and Fruto Monument girls and a bare-knuckle alley brawl here at Fruto Monument in the first round of the 6A playoffs. They have scored a combined 42 points tonight. It's Denver East 22, Fruto Monument 20 on the Carville's Automart scoreboard. We'll take a break. We'll go back to Palisade on the other side of this break. Palisade girls taking on Northridge tonight. It's full court coverage on the team presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. Next time you need a prescription filled, wouldn't it be nice to walk into your pharmacy and be greeted like a friend? To be taken care of by people who know you by name and care about meeting your needs. That's what you get at Palisade Pharmacy. The folks at Palisade Pharmacy haven't forgotten the importance of old-fashioned hometown service by friendly people who know their business. With great prices, immunizing and diabetic clinic, as well as accepting all third-party insurance. So you get help, not hassles. Palisade Pharmacy, 707 Alberta in Palisade. Call 464-5668. It's full court coverage on 101.1 FM, 1340 AM at 102.1 FM. The team. Welcome back to Palisade High School. Rio Van Gilder with you here. 3.45 left to go in the third quarter. And Savannah Jackson just getting called for her third personal. It's 41-34 Northridge in front in the 15-18 matchup. The Bulldogs, the 15 seed, the Grizzlies. The 18 seed with 15 losses between them, 14 coming to playoff teams. The Palisade turns it over, down seven. Quickly into the front court is Beck, throws it ahead for Carbajal and too far. Sophia Carbajal on the night has 10 points, but six from the free throw line, 12 points for Savannah Amax. She leads the Grizzlies. Chloe Simons with a pair of free throws in this quarter has four points from the line. She's got 13 to lead all scores. Addie Ritterbush into the front court. She's got five and she's going to run around a screen from Maddie Baver. That's going to be an offensive foul off the ball. And that is the fifth foul in the quarter for the Bulldogs. And the ball I thought run down into the tunnel, but it did not. 
Inbound to Bailey McGee. She's got six points, both from beyond the arc. Into the front court for Beck. Beck in the corner, weaves around some defenders, kicks it out to Jackson. Jackson baseline jumper for Amac, and she knocks it home. That is just the fifth made field goal inside the arc for Northridge with nine three-pointers. Eight three-pointers, rather. And a whistle down low on the offensive side. And that's going to be a foul on AMAC, her second. And going to the line is Chloe Simons once again. Simons with 13. AMAC with 14 to lead all scorers. Simons puts it up. That's her first miss from the strike tonight. She's 4 of 5. Some other scores from around the playoffs. Delta leads Middle Park 67 to 12 in the third quarter. As Simon's second free throw off the front iron rebound down to Delaney Wright who puts it back. She's got eight for the Bulldogs on the low post. Palisade within seven again, 43-36. Into the front court is McGean. She gets it off to Jackson. Jackson, top of the key, slices towards the lane, but dishes it off to Beck. Beck gets her dribble stopped, almost travels, gets it back to Jackson, down low to Carbajal. Sophia goes off the glass, that lifts out, rebound down to Lila Lancaster. Uh, outlet pass quickly into the front court. Baver and Beck collide. The two coaches' daughters both go face first to the court. And it looks like the visiting coach's daughter, Riley Beck, is going to get ticketed with her second personal. Palisade will inbound it. It'll be Lila Lancaster from the A, the first of two A's in Palisade to our right. Central on the road in the 5A postseason. They're at Mountain View. They're down 50-37. to 37. Block shot from right on the inbound. Lila Lancaster gets the loose ball. Kicks it back to Simons, who knocks it home. Palisade down five. Fulton into the front court. Takes a running three, and that is an air ball. Carbajal saves it, but snaring it out of midair is Lila Lancaster. She dribbles into the front court, stuck on the near side. Gets it to... Ritterbush right on the baseline. Back to Ritterbush. Addy for three. Rims in and out. That was halfway down. Rebound down to McGee. And Jackson, or rather Fulton, will walk it up the court. Fulton, the senior, gets it off to Burkholder. Back to Fulton. Now between the circles for McGee. She looks for Carbajal. Hands it back to McGee into the corner. Three-pointer on the way for Amax. She can't get it to fall. Simons with the rebound. That's Easily seven for her. And then Carbajal tries to stop her progress. And now there's a discussion. Carbajal pleading her case, but she's going to get called for her second personal foul. Fourth foul in the team for Northridge. Minute 34 left to go here in the third. Palisade down five, 43-38 on the Joshua Witt at Farmers Insurance scoreboard. Coming up next stoppage, we'll send you back to Fruita Monument High School, where Jim Davis is standing by. Denver East had a slim lead over Fruita Monument. Simons goes back to the line. Palisade in the bonus. 
Simons knocks home the first one. Simons with five points from the line. As 16 on the night. Averages 16.5. Got a chance to get over that mark with this free throw and pull the Bulldogs to within one possession. 43-39. And she does show 43-40 Palisade. And checking in will be Sadie Bunker for Delaney Wright. The Palisade's going to put on the full-court pressure. Burkholder gets it into AMAC. Burkholder now under the basket. AMAC flips it into the front court for McGee. McGee throws it off to Fulton, and Palisade knocks it out of bounds. Fulton and Wright will check back in, and checking out is Lorna Lancaster. The elder of the two Lancasters, Lorna the senior, Lila the sophomore. Fulton will check in, gets it into Beck, clears some space from Lila Lancaster to Burkholder, back to Beck on the right wing. Riley drives a little Euro step. She's going to get fouled, and she'll get the bucket to go. She'll go to the line. That's going to be a foul on Delaney Wright, who checked out, checked back in, and now picks up her fourth personal foul. Now she's going to have to check out. And back in is Maddie Baver. After the free throw, we'll send you back to Fruit of Monument High School, 45-40, Northridge in front. Beck with the old-fashioned three-point play. Hits on 52% of her free throws, and she cashes that one in. It's a six-point Palisade lead, minute 20 left to go in the third. We'll just send you back to Fruit of Monument High School after a break. This is full court coverage on the Team Sports Network. Presented by Ken Richards, State Farm Insurance. Call Ken for a quote at 243-1000. I'm Dr. Yonker with Peak Performance Chiropractic. We like to give individualized treatment. We're not a cookie cutter, same treatment for everybody that comes to our office. We understand that we're all similar, but each person requires more specific type of treatment geared towards their needs. So we have different treatment options and different treatment techniques that we can use to help people feel better, function better, and live better. Call 970-242-1903. Peak Performance Chiropractic, restoring you to your peak performance. This is Full Court Coverage on the Team Sports Network. 404 left to go in the game. Denver East leads the Fertile Monument Girls by 5, 27 to 22, as Denver East went on a little 5 0 run. But Delaney Dennis, who leads away for the Angels with nine points, she just fouled out. Three pointer put up and missed by Liv Campbell from the right wing, hits off the side of the rim. And it's Gracie Hall to race it up the floor. Long pass up ahead to Valdez. Has to gather the ball. So a little bit out in front of her. Now it's Golden with it. And gets it back to Hall on the logo. Guarded by Angelina Fortunato. And Liv Campbell's going to be called for the push on Leona Valdez. For Liv, that's her third personal foul. She's got seven points tonight. As Mason will check out. Portinato jumping up and down on the inbound pass. Quick pass inside over the left block. And Lachey Thorvit gets the layup. And Thorvit with a chance at a three-point play. So Thorvit with just her fourth point of the night. And actually she was fouled on the floor, so they will not give her the bucket. So fouled on the floor. So Lachey Thorvit will step to the free-throw line. And this is the front end 
of the one and one. And Jeff Johnson calls a timeout with 3.29 left to go in the basketball game. 29-22. Check that they did give her the bucket, excuse me. So they did count that bucket for Thor Veed. It's her fourth point. And they did give her the and one opportunity. That's what she missed. So they did not reflect that on the scoreboard when I first looked up. So we'll just keep it right here. So Lachey Thor Veed with four points tonight. Addie Air for Fruita Monument. She has nine points to lead the Wildcats. Nine for Delaney Dennis, who just fouled out for Denver East. But um, Brady Herity, their second-leading scorer of the season, just with six points tonight for the big 6-4 post player. Liv Campbell's got seven for Fruita Monument, their leading scorer on the season. And it's just been a really physical basketball game. Fruita Monument has struggled at times against that 2-3 zone with Brady Herity in the middle of it. But likewise, in the end, other end, Fruita Monument's played really well defensively, limiting Herity to just the six points tonight. And she hasn't really been all that active on the glass either. So Thorveed, after she missed the and one, Wildcats with the basketball after the Jeff Johnson timeout, 329 left to go in the basketball game. Campbell slaps the basketball on the inbound far side, finds Fortunato back to Campbell. Ball above her head, looking inside against that 2-3 zone. Nothing there. Ford now to left hand up, calling the play. Sends a pass right side to Campbell. Campbell attacks. Runner in the lane, and she's going to get the teardrop to fall. Liv Campbell, their first points of the second half. She's got nine. Wildcats will trap on the inbound. Golden quickly challenged by Campbell. Thor Veet, long pass up ahead to Golden. Gets into the front court, working from left to right. Denver East up 29-24. Hall has it on the logo. Campbell on her. Thorvit, pass top of the key to Valdez. Back to Thorvit, ball fake, guarded by Campbell. Golden's going to be banged into by Fortunato at midcourt. And Naomi Golden banged into by Angelina Fortunato. I believe that is Angelina's second personal foul, and it is. Fourteen fouls on through to four, um, fourteen fouls on through to three on Denver East. Mason back in. She'll challenge the inbound of Golden. Inbound pass goes to Herity. Hall drives the lane. Bounce pass baseline to Thorveet. And Thorveet's going to be called for an offensive foul. Campbell Brammer, I believe, with the third charge she has taken tonight. The good position on the baseline. And Thorveet's going to commit the foul. Check this. It's not going to be Thorveet. They're going to call that on Hall. Excuse me. Thorveet had the pass and got it to Hall on the baseline. So Hall picks up her second personal foul. That was good news for Thorveet because that would have been her fifth. But Thorveet able to get the pass to Hall. And that led to Hall being called for the charge. Air on the foul line. Baseball pass. Fortunato to Mason left corner. Back to Campbell. Skip pass right to left. Goes to Mason. Back to Fortunato. Top of the key. Wildcats down 29-24 on the Carville's Automart scoreboard. Campbell drives inside. Layup is short, goes out of bounds. Last touch by Denver East. And Marady Harity, the 6'4 player, definitely altered the shot of Liv Campbell. She tried to get that shot up and over the 6'4 frame of Harity. Inbound pass goes to Campbell, left corner. Ball knocked over hands by Valdez, and then 
Addie Ayer gets on the floor fighting with Valdez and Marady Harity. And the arrow points in favor of the Angels. So Carl Maddie's going to call a timeout. We'll just keep it right here. 2.14 left to go in the basketball game and Denver East up 29-24. to We're defaulting at Doherty last year in the second round and Jeff Johnson says our goal is to get past that second round but right now Wildcats have some work to do to get out of the first round against Denver East. And certainly if you're Denver East not having Genesee Bird, the leading scorer, their top ball handler has been a difference tonight. It missed her scoring at 13 and a half points per game and the job she does on the defensive end, second in the Denver Prep League this season in steals. All right, let's hear it again one more time for our Wildcats. So it'll be hauled inbound. And they'll stack it on the baseline, spread it across the baseline on the inbound. And it's going to be a blocking foul on Fortunato. Interesting how they do it. Inbounders on the left side of the baseline and the four other players are lined up on the baseline back to the inbounder, spread across the inline. As the Wildcats, Campbell Brammer picks up her second personal foul. And then they just sprint out and turn around on the inbound. And so the foul shot is up and good for Hall. Grace Hall makes both free throws. She's got five points tonight. 31-24 lead for Denver East on the Carville's Automart scoreboard. Bounce pass goes to Ayer at the foul line. Fortunato top of the key. Hall all over her. Sends a pass to Campbell, left corner. Mason's three, too long. Good closeout by Valdez and Marady Harity with the rebound. Leaves it for Grace Hall. Naomi Golden gets into the front court. Marady has it. Sends it back to Hall on the logo. 31-24, Denver East with the lead. And now foul on the Wildcats. And it looks like they're going to call it on Liv Campbell over there defensively. And for Liv, that's her fourth personal foul. Wildcats down by seven with a minute 40 to go. And Leona Valdez, the sophomore at the free throw line, and she misfires on the first one. Valdez is a 57% free throw shooter, gets one out of two. And for Valdez, it's her first points of the night. 32-24 lead for Denver East. Ball nearly stolen away by Golden. Campbell gets it back, though. Fruit is going to start getting some quick looks here. Campbell has it top of the key. Steps around Hall. Dribbles baseline. Trying to get open for a three, and they can't. she can't get open. Air has it. Right elbow. Air to put the shot up. Blocked by Harity. But coming up with the loose basketball is Campbell Brammer. Brammer's going to try to go for a layup and gets smacked on the arm. Wildcats got to start getting some looks at some threes here. Down 32-24, taking way too much time with a minute 10 to go. But Denver East has done a nice job of closing out the Wildcats. Sprammer goes to the foul line, and Campbell's free throw is up and good. 
Campbell Brammer with five points tonight. Make that four, excuse me. Second one for Campbell. Bends at the knees. Too strong. Ball batted around. Addy Air trying to track it down, but Thorbeat's going to get to it for Denver East over in the far corner. Hall gets fouled by Addy Air. That stops the clock with a minute three to go. Addy's going to pick up her second personal foul. As Fruit is down by seven. And Grace Hall will go to the free throw line. Hall tonight with five points. And make it six as that one bounces on the front of the rim, the back of the rim, and goes through for Grace Hall. 67% from the foul line. They're 64% as a team. Second one's up and good. And Grace Hall is kind of helping to close this game out for the Angels and Carl Matty. Brammer comes out. Wagner's in. So it's Air Wagner, Campbell, Fortunato, and Mason. And Jeff Chance saying go. We got to go with a minute to go. Down 34-25. Down by nine. From the logo. And it's going to be a three for... Liv Campbell from the logo. Her second three of the night. And a timeout called. No, check that. No timeout called. Pardon me. A foul's going to be called in the backcourt. So Liv Campbell with her second three of the night. 12 points for Liv Campbell in this basketball game. Wildcats had to foul. And Hall gets fouled. And not the person you want to foul right now, though. She misses that one. Five of six before she missed that one. Gets the second one. Wildcats down 35-28. Campbell pass ahead to Mason. Mason right corner for Donato. Back to Mason. McKenzie lines up a three. Misses it. Hits off the top of the rim. Adier fights inside and gets the rebound. And the layup for the Wildcats. And so a timeout called by Jeff Johnson with 36 and three-tenths of a second to go. Fruited down by five, 35 to 30 on the Carville's Automart scoreboard. Grace Hall getting one out of two in her last trip to the foul line. Hall's been a big factor here in the fourth from the charity stripe. Six of eight from the foul line for Grace Hall here in the fourth. As Fruitamonwick gets that logo three from Liv Campbell. Shot that would have made Caitlin Clark, Caitlin Clark from Iowa go. That's a nice shot, Liv. So Wildcats break the huddle. It'll be McKenzie Mason, Adier, Haley Wagner, Angelina Fortunato for Fruit. Let's see who Carl Matty sends to the floor. Naomi Golden with Shea Thorveet along with Grace Hall. Maraid Hardy, Herity, excuse me, also out there. Baseball pass in the press break. Down the floor to Golden. Golden gets the layup to go. Gets fouled by McKenzie Mason as Mason tried to get back. And he ran the press break. 
and threw over the top, and Golden, just like a wide receiver running a post pattern, gets the layup. It'll be the second foul on McKenzie Mason. And Golden now with five points. Make it six as she makes the free throw. Denver East up 38-30. to Campbell with the basketball. The runner in the lane, misses the right hand. Addie Air with the rebound going against Maraid Herity. And good job by Addie Air fighting inside against a much taller player. And Maraid Herity doesn't get the layup to go. But grab the offensive rebound and draws the foul. And she'll have two free throws. Wildcats down by eight. Herity with her first foul. She has six points tonight. And Addie Air knocks that one in. Addie Air with five points here in the fourth quarter. Has 11. Make it 12 in the night. 38-32. Denver East with the lead. And Dorvit's going to be fouled immediately by Fruta Monument on the inbound. That gets the clock stopped at 23.5 seconds left to go. So Thorvit will go to the free throw line. She's got five points, or make that four points tonight. It was 0 for 1 and the and 1. She'll be shooting two here and misses that one. Still some life for Fruto Monument. Down 38-32. Second one. Thorvit misses them both. Air with the rebound. Go Wagner. Wagner's going to push it up the floor right to left. Haley's going to leave it for Air. Air wants to get it to Campbell. Liv needs to shoot a three, wants to shoot a three. Will turn, fire, top of the key, misses it, hits off the side of the glass. And with the rebound, it's Dangler. And Dangler tries to make the pass up the floor, but she's going to turn it over in a travel before she bangs into Liv Campbell. So Dangler called for the travel with seven seconds to go. And Jeff Johnson wants to call a timeout, and he does here. With seven seconds to go. And Fruto Monument down 38-32. This is a full timeout. We'll try to get back out to Rio Van Gilder in just a moment. Seven seconds left. And this one here with Fruto Monument down 38-32. And what's been a very physical basketball game tonight. So far tonight, Liv Campbell with 12 points to lead Fruita Monument. Delaney Dennis had nine with three threes before she fouled out for Denver East. Grace Hall has eight points tonight for Denver East. As I said, a low-scoring affair. Fruit average is 53 a game, Denver East 56, and our score is 38-32. Let's hear it again for our Wildcats. Let's keep this thing fired up. Anything can happen. 17-14 game at halftime with Denver East at the lead. Fortinato inbound to the left of me. Guarded by Banks. Inbound pass goes to Wagner. Five seconds to go. Mason tries to get pass inside. Hall's going to come up with a steal. She gets fouled, but that will win the basketball game. 38-32 your final. The season comes to an end for Fruita Monument in the first round of the 6A Girls' State Basketball Tournament as Denver East gets the victory. 
And if we get a chance to talk with Jeff Johnson here, we'll just grab some quick comments from Jeff in just a moment as he comes through the handshake line. But Fruto Monument falls to Denver East, and he would have told Jeff Johnson, Maraid Herity's only going to score six points. He would have taken that. So I'll try to grab Jeff here very quickly. Jeff, grab a real quick comment from Jeff. And Jeff Johnson, Fruto Monument girls coach with us. And Jeff, uh, physical game, uh, definitely uh, a game of a lot of turnovers. They have over 300 steals. You do this season. You expected a physical game. I'm sure if you would have, if I would have told you, Maraid Herity's only going to have six points. You would have <laughs> yeah. liked your chances. Would have liked our chances. But uh, it didn't work out that way tonight. Uh, 22 shot really well. Um, I, I know she had at least three threes, if not a fourth one. She had threes, um, three threes. And, and that's really probably the difference of this game. I think we hit two, and they probably had six or seven, uh, and then we missed a bunch of free throws. Uh, but, you know, if, if we make a couple shots early in that first quarter, we had two or three rim in and out. Um, but uh, we kept battling, um, and, and you got to be proud that they didn't quit, even all the way to that last buzzer we were fouling, trying to extend the game as long as possible. Um, but, yeah, we had our opportunities, and uh, we got to learn from this. Uh, and I know we're going to lose one senior, uh, which is going to hurt us. But uh, at the same time, we got a great group of girls coming back, uh, and th this could be their motivation to uh, get better over the summer so we could uh, get farther in the playoffs. And that lone senior, Addie, air 11 points tonight. I thought she did a great job battling um, yeah, Harity tonight. I mean, she was un we're, we were all undersized, and they were just battling inside. Uh, we did a really good job on the inside, and like we said, they, they shot the lights out from the three-point line uh, versus us compared to us to them. Final score, 38-32. Jeff, I know you want to go talk to your team. I appreciate it. Thank you. All Tough right. loss tonight, but uh, your, your kids battle after a battled, lot of respect so. when they won a league right. title this year. A lot of things to look back on as a lot of great accomplishments right. for the Wildcats in 2023-2024. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Jeff Johnson, Fruita Monument Girls Basketball Coach. 38-32, our final tonight. Very quickly. For Fruita Monument, Liv Campbell leading the way with 12 points for Fruita Monument this evening. And I uh, mentioned Delaney Dennis had nine points of them with the three threes tonight for the Denver East Angels. So Fruita Monument season comes to an end tonight in the first round. 38-32, your final on the Carville's Automart scoreboard. We'll take a break. On the other side of the break, we'll go out to Palisade to Rio Van Gilder. That's on the way. And full court coverage on the team presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken at CoverMeKen.com. There's plenty for the family to do at River City Sportplex. Enjoy the fun of cosmic skating, featuring the light show and live DJ. Cheer on CMU hockey. Try something new with the Learn to Skate and Learn to Play classes with a figure skater and hockey player in all of us. Get signed up today for the Curling League. Spots are filling up fast. Check out the website for the full list of programs and events at River City Sportplex. Fun for the whole family. Visit RiverCitySportplex.com. It's full court coverage on the team. Presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Welcome back to Palisade High School. Rio Van Gilder with you here. Minute 24 left. Northridge up 51 or 56 to 51. And now they're in the bonus and we'll go to the free throw line where Jameson, Jillian Fulton misses the first one. So far, just five points in the fourth for Northridge. They went on an 8-2 to run to end the third, but Palisade has scratched and clawed. It's 56-51. Fulton missing the first one, and 
She misses the second. Maddie Baver with the rebound, trying to dribble out of trouble. Running up the left side of the court, the far side gets it into the front court to Addie Ritterbush. Addie kicks it back to the top of the key for Bunker into the corner for Lila Lancaster for three. That one was halfway down, rimmed in and out. And the rebound down to Riley Beck of Northridge. And Palisade needs to foul, and they do. And Ritterbush will pick up her third. Minute four left. Palisade down five. It's still a two-possession game. So Palisade, here's how it looks. Addie Ritterbush with just eight points. But Addie Ritterbush with 19. Actually, it looks like Chloe Simons has the 19. with 21, rather, and Beck misses the free throw. 21 points for Chloe Simon. She leads all scores. Leading Northridge is Savannah Amack with 16. And Beck misses both free throws, but the rebound down to Carbajal. She can't get the putback. She gets her own rebound and goes up and off the glass and good. She's got five in the quarter. The deficit is seven for Palisade. They need to get into the front court. Ritterbush does into the corner for Bunker. Sadie on the left wing, 47 seconds left. Lila Lancaster right side, stopped her dribble. Bunker dribbles into trouble, and she's going to get fouled. And that's only the second team foul, so Northridge with a few fouls to give. And that'll be on Bailey McGean her second. Actually, that is her, that is her second. I have her marked down for the third. Inbound to Ritterbush. And Bunker, she's going to get tied up at the free throw line. Kicks it into the corner for Simon. Chloe stops there. Down low for Bunker on the low post. She goes around the back of the basket. Up and under, no good. Rebound on the floor. Picked up by Carbajal. And Northridge is passing it around. Palisade needs to foul. And finally, Maddie Baver is going to foul Riley Beck. Coach's daughter on Coach's Daughter Crime. That is... Maddie Baver, second, already fouling out for the Bulldogs is Delaney Wright with eight points. And Beck goes back to the line. Four of seven from the stripe tonight. A 52% free throw shooter. Now make that five of seven. seconds left. Palisade down eight and now down nine. Still a three possession game and Dan Beck is going to call a timeout. With 21.1 left to go, we'll go ahead and just keep it right here. Sophia Carbajal leading scorer in the on the Grizzlies and the second leading scorer in the Long Long Peak Conference. 16.7 points per game so far. She's got 15 points, but seven from the free throw line. And through three quarters, Northridge had nine three-pointers and six two-pointers. They have now evened that up. They have yet to make a three in the quarter. But they have nine three-pointers through three quarters. Conversely, for Palisade, they have just five triples with quite a few misses worked in there as well. But you have 21 
for Chloe Simons. Six each, or six for Sadie Bunker. Addie Ritterbush has eight. Maddie Baber has seven. Delaney Wright has eight. Palisade has to go the length of the court. And on the inbound, it's tipped out of bounds by Bailey McGee. So Palisade will inbound it again. 19.4 left. They're going to need quite a miracle here to survive in advance. Earlier tonight, Mountain View beat Central by a score of 69-45. to Into the front court, Simons drives. Bumped. Misses the shot. No good. Rebound down to Addie Ritterbush. Her shot, no good. Rebound to Simons. And there's going to be a foul on the floor. That'll be a foul on Beck, her third. 10.9 seconds left. Palisade needs a quick shot and a foul. And Don Baber is going to call a timeout. So, Palisade on the verge here. We're trying to find a score from Montrose hosting Pueblo County. And Mountain View taking out Central earlier tonight. Mountain View split this season with Northridge in the Longs Peak Conference. Palisade, 17-6, and six, five losses to playoff teams, including twice to the Fruit of Monument Wildcats. They're out of the playoffs. And once each to Montrose, Mead, and Central, the Warriors out of the playoffs. The Bulldogs need a miracle here in the last 10 seconds or so. Northridge, 14-9, and nine, all nine of their losses coming to various playoff teams. For Northridge, they lost to Roosevelt twice. Roosevelt, the number three, two seed in the four, five A playoffs, the winner of this game will get most likely Roosevelt. They're taking on Falcon tonight. Palisade inbounding it. It's going to be. Kyra Burch, she tries to get it into Ritterbush. Ritterbush tied up. Carbajal takes it away, and that'll do it. Palisade is going to call off the dogs. Riley Beck is going to dribble out of trouble, and the clock is going to expire, and Palisade is going to lose in the first round of the 5A playoffs by a 60-51 score. But in his second season, Don Baber beat or wins the Western Slope League for the first time, but Palisade falls here for the Palisade Bulldogs. Two seniors will be graduating. Chloe Simons, the leading scorer in the Southwestern Slope League this season, and Larna Lancaster for the Bulldogs. But a lot coming back for Palisade, including Addie Ritterbush, Kyra Birch, and Delaney Wright. And they go through the handshake line, and we'll see if we can grab Coach Don Baber to come up and talk to us on what is a rough end to the season for the Bulldogs head coach. And we'll hand Coach the headset. Uh, coach Don Baber joining us 60-51, to 51, falling to Northridge. And really it's a story, one, kind of a two-part story, hot three-point shooting early on by them, and you guys had a 10-point hole to dig out of in the first quarter that you really couldn't come back from. Yeah, they hit a lot of shots on us tonight. We tried to close out on shooters, but, you know, shooters shoot, and sometimes they go in. So they went in tonight, and that's the difference of the game, really. We, we really did a good job about controlling number zero, but they made some shots. And um, I like my team's effort. I like my team's attitude. Like, we competed the entire game. So we've come a long ways in a couple years in the program, so I'm just proud of my girls. Great post-defense, like you mentioned. Sophia Carbajal, 16 points. 
Not a great foul shooter, but she was pretty much on fire from the line tonight. She got half of her scoring from the line. You guys did a good job of limiting her. Riley Beck and uh, Savannah Amac, though, like you mentioned, that hot outside shooting. Is that something you saw in film that they were capable of, or did they just shoot really well tonight? Well, we know they shoot a lot of shots. I talked to uh, the guys this morning on the radio about that, that they're going to put them up, and it um, seems like every time they put them up tonight, they went in. But that's okay. You know what? That happens sometimes, and um, honestly, it's... Uh, it's a great season for us, you know, Western League, Western Slope League champs, um, 17 and 7 now. I'm just, like I said earlier, I'm so proud of my girls, and uh, we just never gave up. So can't wait to get back at it next year and um, make another run. Next year, it's the move up to the Southwestern League where you'll be taking on some of the Valley teams. Valley didn't fare very well tonight. Uh, Fruita Monument losing in the first round, Central losing in the first round. Uh, you lose just two seniors at big pieces on this team in both Chloe Simons and Lorna Lancaster, but you bring a lot back, including Addie Ritterbush, Lila Lancaster, Sadie Bunker, uh, your daughter, daughter Maddie's just a uh, freshman. So you bring a lot back, and as we were listening to Jeff Johnson on the broadcast talking about how tonight will make the team he is bringing back next year hungry. Is that something you feel that might happen for your squad going into next year as well? Definitely. Like, my girls are not ready to be done this season. Like, I could just tell by the way we practice our pregame today, just their whole attitude, like they want to keep playing. And sometimes I've had teams in the past where at the end of the season and they're kind of ready to move on to the next sport, not these girls. So we're going to get back in the gym here and uh, I'm sure in a couple weeks and um, start prepping for next year. You know what I'm saying? That's what coaches do. We'll get back in the film room. We'll, um, we'll take it to them. So I appreciate you guys, and I'm going to go talk to my girls and tell them how stinking proud I am of them. Absolutely. The Grand Valley is as well. You made some great strides in two, co- two years here, Coach, and we'll see you out here next year. Thanks a lot. Have a good day. Absolutely. Don Baver, the head coach of the Palisade Bulldogs, obviously dejected as Palisade falls by a score of 60-51. to 51. 21 points for the senior Chloe Simons in what turns out to be her final game. Eight for Addie Ritterbush, nine for or eight for Maddie Baver as well, and eight for Delaney Wright. As Palisade falls here at the doghouse to Northridge by a score of 60 60- Bruda Falls, Central Falls, Palisade Falls, the three Grand Valley girls teams in the postseason brackets. Still plenty of playoff basketball to come, though, on the team family of radio stations as Delta wins big tonight over Middle Park. And coming up tomorrow, it is full court coverage on the team sports network. It'll be Fruita Monument taking on Highlands Ranch. The top-seeded Wildcats will be in action as will the Grand Junction Tigers. They're the 11th seed. They're going to be hosting Denver North. And we'll also check in on Delta at Pagosa Springs, the 29th-seeded Panthers playing down at Pagosa Springs. Coverage starts on the Team Sports Network at 5.30. We'll wrap up our broadcast next, send you back to the Team Sports Desk, where Dane Andrews will put a capper on the game tonight. Both games, Fruit Monument and Palisade losing in the first round of their respective playoffs. For Jim Davis, I'm Rio Van Gilder. You've been listening to full court coverage on the Team Sports Network presented by Ken Richards State Farm Insurance. You can get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000 or by checking in at covermeken.com. Have a great evening. <laughs>